0: Oh, yeah. Howdy, it's Monday, August 14th, 2023. You kind of love a Monday in a way. It is popular to not like Mondays. There's even songs about it. There's even there are even songs about it. I don't like Mondays. I want a shoe. Um, I think that's a Boomtown Rats. Um, rainy days and Mondays always get me down. I mean, those are just a couple, but I mean, I bet you there's hundreds of F Monday songs. Um, I don't mind a Monday. It, It just it's a different vibe, and it's I get up the same time every day, so that whole part of I got to sleep in over the weekend. Now I got to get up early. That's not really a thing for me. But um, it is. It's just a different vibe. It's now there's (laughs) more expectation, more responsibility, more. I don't know. Like in a weird way where people are paying attention to me and what I'm doing all the time. I don't know if that's what my thing is. That's just kind of the way it feels. I would rather that I just went about my business and no one cared, you know? But that's really not the way things work. Anyway, uh I hope you had a good weekend. It was it it is Monday and that means that a weekend has just passed. Um I'm hopefully explaining some of this to some of you for the first time. <laughs> um but I hope you had a good weekend. Weekends are kind of the I, let me explain weekends a little bit like I can explain Fridays. Fridays go two ways for me. Friday days Not Friday nights, Fridays during the day. I either have a crazy busy Friday because every client and everybody is trying to get shit wrapped up for the week, right? And they're desperate to get that done. Or everybody's either just in maybe work mode and they're just not, you know, they're just working. Or everybody's a little checked out. And on those Fridays, I get nothing. I mean nothing. My email is almost almost non-existent. I love those Fridays. I get so much done on those Fridays. And then the other Fridays, I mean, it's five o'clock and I'm still trying to bust stuff out for people to you know help them get their stuff done. And um, I don't know. It's fine that that happens, but it's not as um, I don't know. It's almost like you. Have almost a half a day off on Fridays where there's not much going on. And when I say that, I don't mean that I could be done at noon. I'm saying that the workload is just, it's kind of like the way I'd work on a Saturday. Weekends can be like that a little bit too, right? Like you can have a lot going on and you can feel exhausted at the end of the weekend, almost like you didn't get it, or like you even had a busier weekend than you did a week and you're just like, oh, thank God that's over with. Now we've had a number of things going on, a number of responsibilities going on and they just haven't been overwhelming and they haven't been like out of town. They haven't been, it's just been, it's been a nice summer for us. Um, you know, you got to do those things. So it kind of, it might block you from doing a few of the things that you want to do, but by the same token, they aren't so disruptful that we got to find somebody to watch the dogs for three days. We got to, you know, we, we don't. It's not I got a little we got a little bit of that coming up this year. Um one thing that was going to happen is actually switch from being about 4 hours away from here to being here at our house. <laughs> so that brings its own stress, but still it I, in a weird way we'd prefer that. We like that stress over the the stress of having to go somewhere and be somewhere and you know you're living out of a suitcase and would you forget all that stuff? Um I once went to a uh I I'm so far in the weeds right now but um I once went to a um I was a godfather and I was going to the ceremony and this was in North Dakota. Um this was in Jesus North Dakota. Uh no it was Grand Forks no not Grand Forks uh, all the way on the other side Bismarck. And um I we we flew in and we had a few hours before the ceremony but our bags didn't make it. And Oh, my God. We had to shop. We had to get all new clothes because they weren't going to – we had to wait for the next flight from Minneapolis to come in, and it's like every four hours, so we weren't going to have our clothes on time. And we had to go shop and get all new clothes, get all stuff for, you know, like washing up. <laughs> it's just It was horrible. But, that, I mean, that stuff happens when you travel, right? Anyway, uh, let's move on to something even funnier, <laughs> I hope. Joke of the day. What's the difference between a bird flu and a swine flu? what, <laughs> what? <laughs> one require reco- <laughs> I'm a horrible joke teller i gotta t- i gotta do these like just no <laughs> these are funny <laughs> uh, all right one more time <sighs> all right no uh, what's the difference between <clears throat> let me uh <clears throat> get my voice on here uh what's the difference between a bird flu and a swine flu one requires a tweetment, <laughs> and the other one <laughs>
1: requires
0: an oinkment. <laughs> I'll leave you figure out which is which. No, I'm kidding. Okay, again, I'll do this. Uh, just, I, I'm sorry. I'm so horrible at this. What's the difference between a bird flu and a swine flu? One requires a tweetment, and the other requires an oinkment. <laughs> That's just... I don't know why that strikes me so funny. Uh, I don't know why. Uh, I'm grateful that things strike me funny in such a simple way. Uh, what am I grateful for? I am grateful for a little bit of rain. We got a little bit of rain yesterday. Um, we're going to get some rain today. In, fl- in fact, there's flood watches for our area. I think primarily because we've, we haven't we have had rain all summer. I mean, it's been horrible here. Um now, places just to the north of us, and I'm talking 15, 20, 30 minutes away, they've had all kinds of rain. People to the north of us, 20, 30 minutes, they've had all kinds of rain. But for whatever reason, we're in a pocket here that hasn't had much rain. And most of our state, Wisconsin, uh, hasn't gotten much rain. Um, so I'm grateful for that little bit of rain. If it does rain, in fact, all day today. I, I'm kind of I'm grateful for that. I, I love a sunny day, but a man I man I'd love i love working on rainy days. love it um, over the weekend. I uh, had some drone weather, so I was able to get my drone out flying um, I don't know if I told you the story, but I had to get a new drone long story, but um, I was out trying to fly it on oh I can't remember which day it was Saturday. It's windy on Saturday. I was doing fine, and the drone actually has some anti wind like it it handles the wind pretty well um, but in one moment, the drone started going, and there's two ways you, you drive the drone. You either looking at a screen to see the camera that, so you're looking at what the drone sees when it's driving around, and um, or you can look straight at the drone. The problem with looking straight at the drone is if it's not if it's not facing away from you, it, all your controls are opposite. So I go to take off, wind takes it, and it starts going towards the neighbor. Says this is on Saturday. Starts going toward the neighbor's house. And uh I I look and I have to look around something to see it. And I so I'm looking at the drone, not at the video. And I look and I think I know which way it's pointing, and I and I gun it to try to counteract the wind. And I went with the wind and I came within inches of landing this on my neighbor's roof. Um that was on Saturday. Yesterday was great drone weather. Um, I got some great video. I'm trying, I, there's a number of things that I'm trying to do with my drone right now. Cause we're going to be adding on to the house, uh, next year, uh, either adding a whole separate building in the back or we're just whatever. I'll explain that some other day, but I wanted to get pictures so that other people can see like architects or people who would plan a project or be able to help me find solutions. Um, so that they can see what I'm looking at. And I just needed some aerials and some pictures from angles where I can't get to. So uh that was a big help and I got a lot of those yesterday. So uh another thing I'm grateful for is when my big dogs wrestle with each other. There is nothing more joyful than to watch them play. And the way dogs play is just different than the way you and I play. They bite and yank at each other and they nibble on each other's ears and they it's just god it's so wonderful and they're so happy and they're uh, I just love it. I love it. We get, we got a younger dog for our older dog who was getting a little sedentary. And he, it was the best thing we ever did. It could have gone the other way, but it didn't. They're besties. They go and investigate and find things together. They go up front and bark at other dogs together. They they wrestle together all the time. It's just the best. Just the best. So glad we did that. Um, And man, nothing better than watching dogs play. What's eating kale? This is the meat of the program. This is uh, a bunch of stuff that either interest, confound, or gnaw at me. I do find myself in the gnaw position a little bit more often. These are things that kind of bug me. Um, I got a little something I'm going to change this up to uh, in the next few weeks. But for right now, this will stay the same. And um, so this is two things that kind of bug me. Um, One has a happy ending. (laughs) The other one... May not. Okay, so uh, the other day, this is, uh, I want to say like last week, Wednesday, I think, Thursday, something like that. Um, I let the, it might have been Tuesday. It must have been Tuesday because the young dog was gone. And my big dog was outside, and it was, it's been really warm here, like mid 80s, upper 80s. And he was out for a long time, and I was like, "Wow, I can't believe he's, he doesn't want in yet." Usually, it's a little warm for him, and he's out for ten, fifteen minutes, and he comes back. He'd been out for a while, and I look out the window and I see him, and he's onto something. <clears throat> he's like, um, like playing with something, pawing at it, and like really curious about it, and looking at it with a tilted head and his, you know, head cocked to the side, and just, he just, he's pawing at it, and he's like sniffing down it. And I'm like, "Oh, what has he got?" So I go out there and. It's a dead chipmunk. He didn't kill it. He found a dead chipmunk. The reason I know he didn't kill it because this chipmunk had been dead for a while. Um, now, how do you get rid of it? I got three dogs. I can't just, you know, my olden days when I when I was a kid, we just take that and just chuck it way into the woods or something like that, like where the dog would never couldn't go. In this case, I can't. Anywhere I could do that would be a neighbor's yard. <laughs> I don't like that. That'd be very nice. But I got three dogs. I can't just, you know, I can't bury it. They'll dig it up. I can't. So <clears throat> I am, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> I have to figure out a way to do this. Now, in a wheelchair, there's a whole other thing, right? Like, if the chipmunk is in an area where I can lean off to the side and get it, great. If it's in front of me and that's the only place I can get to it, that's a problem. And it's off to the side of me so I can get it. But I have to get this chipmunk. I have to put it in something, right? And theres you're never going to be clean enough. I don't care. I'm going to be wearing rubber gloves. But you're just never going to be clean enough after you handle a dead animal. Now, there's probably people who pick up dead animals off the side of the road. and They're like, ah, dude, it's such not a big deal. Don't be such a wuss. But I am. I don't want to pick up the animal. I don't know what kind of diseases, fleas, whatever. I don't. Ugh. The smell, mm, not a fan. So I get a free a Ziploc freezer bag. That should contain it, right? That should be airtight. So I put the chipmunk in there, zip it. Um, I, the only thing I've done. So I I grab it by the tail. I stick it in the thing. It didn't even touch the sides. So, you know, until it got in. So, it didn't touch the top. And I, I put it in. And then I took my glove off because I don't want to take my chipmunk glove and zip it because now I got to handle the bag, right? So, I take my glove off. I throw the, uh, I had brought a bag along. I throw the glove in a bag and I, um, I should have thrown it in the Ziploc bag. What a smart, but then that would have fucked up something up. It would have, it would have like been like, then I'm going to wind up touching the chipmunk just because something. Something went wrong So I, I throw the glove aside in, in, um, And then I zip it and Then I put that in a plastic bag And I wrap it all up And then I put it Yeah, I think that was all I did And then I took it out to the garbage And I was going to throw in the garbage And I'm like, this should be fine I mean, it's a Ziploc freezer bag it, there's, It's not going to stink It's going to, like, right? It's airtight So on Thursday then Things are a little Not awesome in the garage they're stinking a little bit. I'm like, oh, we gotta do something about that. I don't know what else I'm gonna do. Garbage isn't I mean, that was Tuesday after garbage pickup. And so now I gotta wait until the following Tuesday and it stinks on Thursday in my garage. So Lisa and I are planning we're gonna do something. Thursday night we're having turkey um I don't know, turkey patties. I guess you call them turkey burgers, but they're not really burgers. And um I was making the dinner and so I go and open up the and it's and the meat's not good. I can smell it. It's like ugh. Now I gotta do away with that. So and by the on we hadn't taken care of the chipmunk thing yet. We're just leaving the garage open just a little bit to let it air out. And on Friday, when Lisa is home working for the day, we, we've got a plan that we're going to take care of this. Well, now I got rotting meat in there. I was so dumb. I should have just taken that, put that in a freezer bag, actually threw it in a freezer to stop the stink. Um, but I didn't. So now I've got dead chipmunk and rotting meat smell in my garage. And it's Friday. <laughs> it's hot. You go out in the garage and it's just that ugh, almost oppressive hot and it stinks. Ugh. There's an indescribable smell of a dead animal. I mean, I've smelled it a lot of times in my day. Um, when I was a kid, I mean, we had mice die and just a lot of, lot of dead animal smells. And the rotting meat has its own distinct smell. Well, you mash those two things up together? <laughs> and I can't even describe that smell. It was bad. I know. And I all of this has gone too far, right? Like we should have just taken care of the one thing right away. And that's just, that's uh, one of those moments in life, right? So we've now, what we're going to do is we're going to now seal these meats and carcasses in a scented garbage bag and we're going to tie that up really tight and then we're going to take another bag and seal that up another giant garbage bag one of those really thick lawn bags and we're going to seal that up as tight as we can and hope that it's going to make it to tuesday which is tomorrow thankfully no smell in the garage so far now i swear to god every once in a while i can be in my bedroom like oh god i smell it (laughs) it's just it's one of those things so i think we got rid of the problem. Um, but man, you just don't want you got to make sure that you take care of that shit right. And I am in a swearing mood today. Um, you got to make sure you take care of it. Take care of it quick. I should have done this next story first because it has to do with drinking coffee and I really wanted to drink coffee, um, with you right now. So I'm going to take a sip of my coffee right now. And there's a reason why I'm going to take a sip of my coffee. And hopefully you'll enjoy my story. Hang on one second while I enjoy. Now that's good coffee. I do that joke all the time. Um, Okay, so you ever wake up and just have a crummy day going? So on Sunday, I get up. My routine is uh, I normally make myself a small special breakfast. Like I will make like... Um, I don't know, like a two-egg omelet or like a two-egg sandwich or like something something smaller, not like a three-egg omelet, not like a big skillet or anything like that, but something a little bit smaller. Probably a 500-calorie breakfast, bigger than what I would have during the week, but small uh, for a Sunday because I could make anything, right? I could, I could make steak and eggs. I could do whatever I wanted. Um, But it's just me, and Lisa does whatever she wants. And So I get up, and the first thing I do is I make myself a cup of coffee. Now, on this morning, I decided that I wasn't even going to eat right away in the morning. So, no big deal. I go to make myself a cup of coffee. The coffee maker doesn't work. First cup comes out. There's a couple of drops, and that's it. And I'm like, well, what the hell? So, I take, it's a Keurig, so I take the cake cup out. I throw it away, and I'm like, okay, maybe it's just a weird, that was a weird cycle. I don't really know, like, the science of... I probably can use this K-cup again, but in my opinion, it's probably not going to taste the same because it's going to be some of it's out and whatever. So I do another K-cup and I run it again, same thing, maybe even less coffee, maybe even just not enough to cover the bottom of the, the mug. And so I'm like, you know what? I'll just unplug it and plug it back in to reset it took a step in the wrong direction because it never fired back up again. It wouldn't turn on. It wouldn't do anything. Normally, you open the lid. It turns on. Normally, there's a power button. It turns on. Nothing. It's not working. It's just dead. (sighs) Here we go. Sunday morning, right? So, I am now going on YouTube and I'm like, okay, this has to happen to other people. How do you fix this? Now, we have this Keurig Supreme. uh, It's I'm sorry. It's called a Keurig K Supreme Plus. There is also a Keurig K Supreme. This is the Keurig K Supreme Plus. This is gonna become important in a a minute. So I go and I find there's all kinds of videos on there and it's great. You open up your Keurig, there you can see where the the heating element is and at the top of the heating element is a little thing. Stick a paper clip in there and it will reset the thermostat because oftentimes what happens is the, the thermostat hits a warning of a too hot temperature and it locks. And then if you push that button, it unlocks itself. Great. Start watching videos on how to take the thing apart. And I'm like, well, this isn't my exact machine. It's the K Supreme, not the K Supreme Plus. The difference is um, not much in the way of form factor, but I have like a stainless steel finish on mine, and the K, the, the non plus version of the K Supreme, is black. Okay. I think that's the only difference. So I'm watching them take it apart and there's three screws in the bottom and then you got to unhook these tabs and whatever. And then you just kind of kind of wrestle the, the cover off. So I go in there. Well, the K Supreme plus isn't anything like the K Supreme when you go to take it off. It's just the way it's on there is completely different. and It's just, it's different. So now I'm looking, I, I have to go and I look for videos on how to take the K Supreme plus apart. And that has to be on there, right? Because I can't be the only moron out there who can't figure out what the difference between the, like, taking the lid, the covers off. So I go and I find one, and there's a guy, and he's like, I noticed that there aren't any videos showing how to open the Case Spring Plus, so I thought I would make one. I'm like, oh my God, perfect. (laughs) This is awesome. The only problem is, he already had the fucking cover off in the video. The video starts. With him, with the cover off, and I'm like, okay, he's gonna now like show us how he did that, or he's gonna put it on and take it off, or nope, he just shows you on the inside of the thing. You got to pop these clips off, which I'm trying to do. I'm trying to, I'm wrestling with them and I'm trying to get them off, and I'm either gonna wreck the edge of where the thing goes on. You know, like no matter what, I'm putting pressure on there and it's like wrecking the the edge. And I'm not there. Some of them just aren't coming off. I've got. He goes, you're probably gonna break some of these, but. It'll eventually come off, and I'm like, that is not good instruction. So <clears throat> I'm trying a little bit more, and I'm like, I don't know, man. I just I'm gonna break this thing, and then it's gonna be no good. Now I've worked at this thing for about a half an hour now, finding videos, and bringing the thing over to the table where I can get a good angle at it, and I can turn it around and spin it around, whatever. And uh, I, and I and I have this rule that if it takes me longer to fix something then i would to either a buy a new one or b have someone else fix it then my normal professional billing rate would be my hourly billing rate would be then i'm either just going to buy a new one or have someone else do it because it becomes then not worth my time and i look at this thing and i'm like this is going to and i'm going to wreck it you know, we've had the thing for about three years. I don't know if that's a good life expectancy for a Keurig. I mean, for the amount of co- cups of coffee we've made, it's I mean, pennies on the dollar. So do I keep working at this thing? Well, to make a long story short, we now own <laughs> a brand new... Are you ready? This title is really long. This is going to take 10 more minutes just to read this title. We now have the Keurig K-Cafe smart single-serve coffee maker with Wi-Fi capability. Latte and cappuccino machine with built-in frother. That is what we own. And it's fantastic. I'm drinking a cup right now. That's what this was just two seconds ago. Mm. Now that's good coffee. Um, It it comes with a phone app. And you're like, what do you need a freaking phone app for? That's what I thought. But on my phone app, I can dial in the size of my coffee, the robustness of my coffee, and the temperature of my coffee. Now, you can kind of do that with presets on the top of the machine and a funky little kind of cumbersome little screen they have with some Arrows that you can toggle through. Or a nice little app where I can just... Sliders. And it's making an amazing cup of coffee. When you put the K-Cup in, the app shows you the brand of the K-Cup. The app then also suggests to you, based on this K-Cup, here's the recommended perfect cup. <laughs> Here's the settings, just brew it. <laughs> I haven't tried that one yet because I don't like my coffee scalding hot. I like to be able to drink it quick. I don't like it coming out so hot that I'm going to wait a while. I also like a little bit more of a full flavor. Now, the way I did that in the old Ke- Keurigs was you make the smaller cup. You make the 8-ounce cup, and then it's a stronger cup of coffee. Now I don't know. I'm not a coffee connoisseur, but I don't know if strong and robust are the same thing. I now have on this setting. I have on the cup I have now. I'm I'm a couple of clicks up on the robustness. I'm almost down to the bottom on the on the temp. It's it's awesome. I mean, blessing in disguise is what I say. Take that, you stupid youtuber, youtubers, <laughs> youtubers. Can you? I just direct that that was funny. It could have been funny anyway, but that, my friends, is what's eating kale today. <laughs> Coming up, Carol Sumbry on train on dog training one hundred and one: How to be successful. Till then, make it a good one.